What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This week, I'm joined by my friends Claire and Ben for Mouse Guard, a traditional pen-and-paper role-playing game designed by Luke Crane. Based on the award-winning graphic novel series by Dave Peterson, Mouse Guard sees players take on the role of mouse heroes, struggling against the wild, the seasons, and their own mouse nature. You can find out more about Mouse Guard and download resources on the official Mouse Guard website. That's www.mouseguard.net. I'll include links to it on the One My Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. overview of how mouse guard works. The key thing to remember is that whenever a character has to pass a test to overcome an obstacle, they must roll a number of dice, usually between 3 to 6, and check the results. The number of dice rolled depends on how skilled the character is in a particular area, how much help they have from their companions, and a few other factors. Mouse guard uses common six-sided dice for all rolls, and in each roll every dice counts as its own result. A 4, 5 or 6 counts as a success. And, obviously, the more successes a character has, the better chance they have in overcoming the obstacle. A 1, 2 or 3, however, counts as a failure. In our one-shot, we actually use official mouse guard dice, which has symbols instead of numbers on them. So, just to clarify them here, the symbols are snakes, swords and axes. Snakes indicate a failure, so the 1 to 3. Swords indicate success, 4 and 5. And an axe indicates a 6, which can be re-rolled under certain circumstances. Conflict in Mouse Guard is a little bit more complicated than testing to overcome an obstacle. But I'll come back to that later on in the one-shot. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's play Mouse Guard. So, the aim of this game is that you guys, as players, will take on the role of a mouse hero struggling against the wild and the seasons and your own mouse nature. You are Mice Guard, so if you could just introduce your characters for me, just so maybe a quick summary about who you are, maybe the relationship between you two, if you want. All right. <laughs> I'm Rye. Um, my parents are Hannity and Sable, and they call me Rye because I've got this beautiful brown fur, um, and, you know, we do a lot of work because I'm from uh, Ivydale. We do a lot of work with, um, like, baking and things there. And so there's like a lot of Rye around and they just thought it was a really cute name. Um, and then they kind of, you know, they're brewers themselves. Um, but I always wanted to be a baker. And just, I guess maybe it was because of my name or something. I don't know. I just really like the smell of baked bread. It's just really good. And I mean, I guess that's pretty much me. Um, I why, was a why did you join the Mouse Guard then? Oh well, huh, I used to read the coolest stories about um, like badgers and how cool they are, and like they're so big and I'm so small. But one day 
I'm gonna find one and I'm gonna beat it up and it's gonna be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. And Ben, what's your character? Right, name's Jack. I'm a bit of a jack of all trades. Uh, I've worn many hats in my time. Glazier, uh, boat maker, uh, cartographer, potter, and nowadays I'm uh, just become a patrol guard myself, so you'll be under my command. Uh, I hail from the town of Port Sumac, which means I've also been a cook in my time too, and I'm here to show the great Gwendolyn that I'm worthy of the patrol guard position that she has granted me. I've seen Jack around and we're going to be best friends, I know it. <laughs> what do you make of that, Jack? There should be a strict uh, dividing line between the patrol guard and their underlings. <laughs> so you'll know your place. <laughs> Don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so... So I say yes, you do know each other in passing, but this is like the first time. And certainly for you, Jacques, it's been a very recent promotion. This will be your first big sort of mission that you have your of your own to do. And it's just turned spring. So Lockhaven is like the central, almost like the capital city of the Mouse territories. Home of the Mouse Guard is carved deep into stone. Only the ivy-covered face of Lockhaven is visible from the outside. It serves as a base of operations for the mouse and is not an open city. Whilst there are mouse citizens that live there, there are invited guests of the guard. So yeah, it's more like a, um, a garrison, I guess, or a fortress for the mouse guard. And so essentially, like, yeah, you act as sort of a sanctuary. It is like the most fortified and central locations in the territories. And it's home to about 70 or so guard mice whilst the sort of people are stationed there. And actually, during winter, all the guard mice would have been called back in, so almost up to, like, I'd say maybe 200 mice because the winters here are very, very cold. And the other thing you guys would know is in the last sort of 10, 15 years, you have been sort of recovering from what was known as the weasel wars. And weasels, as you know, are sort of mice mortal enemies. There was a bit of a fracas, essentially, where the mice territories were sort of spread out and all the settlements were sort of there and weasels decided to just take mice for their own. Because mice, in general, as you know, are hardy characters. They sort of make their own... So settlements and their own sort of work and stuff like that. So the weasels wanted in on that. And they realised they could just take the stuff and then start taking the mice as well and keeping them captive, maybe using them for food or maybe using their skills and stuff like that. So there was a big war between guard mice and the weasels, which you eventually won. There was a compromise, though. Some of the settlements further out are still under weasel rule. And through the past couple of years, you've been sending out negotiations and stuff because you know to face weasel head-on in a fight is quite bad. It's very... You know what they're like. They're sort of like... I say ferrets. They're bigger than ferrets. They're sort of stretched out long creatures that stand up and they are vicious and would not hesitate to attack a patrol guard. So you both would know this. Maybe yourself, Jack, you probably weren't involved with the wars per se, but you, you may have gone out on a patrol which was attacked in some way. So you do... You may have indirect experience of them, but you are very aware that they are bad, bad people. So... It is early morning and spring has finally come. So the snow and the ice around Lockhaven has slowly started melting away. It's still quite chilly, but it is like the first day of spring. So suddenly there's almost like a, a hive of activity and patrol groups are being put together and being sent out on various missions to go see the other settlements, make sure that they are okay still and maybe do a couple of errands and stuff. Because that's the idea of a guard mice is that 
whilst you are, you know, you are protecting people. You're not deliberately going out to fight things, and you are sent on missions to sort of help. And you guys are maybe far down the list, and you see other groups of people, very heroic mice that go out, and you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. You probably would know of them a bit more, right, because you maybe read up on, like, the guards and stuff like that. Whereas Jacques, you're sort of just... You know, maybe impatient, perhaps. You're like, you're ready. You, you've just been promoted. There was a little ceremony earlier in the winter, and there was a, a small group of gathered people. Maybe your parents, very old now, has sort of <laughs> come and sort of like celebrated with you. But now is your time to shine. And for whatever means, we might want to role play or not, um, you, are, you two are put together. No other mice are put with your patrol. And that is unusual, because normally patrols, in this case, are usually three to four, maybe even five mice. But you two have only been put together as two. And so you're a little, maybe not shaken by this shock. You're like, mm, okay, that's, it's fine, it's fine. You know, maybe it's a super secret important mission. Anyway, your number or your names are called and you are taken through to Gwendolyn's office. And you both will have met Gwendolyn at certain points. Maybe you shock more than Rye. But Gwendolyn is this um, very stern, older looking mouse, a matriarch in the old blockade. And she is the centre, the core of all the operations for the guard. Mouse guard. I keep saying guard mice. Mouse guard. <laughs> it's because you're called guard mice. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. She stands out to you. Quite so. She has bright white fur. And in this room as well, there's a huge wooden desk. And there's a huge map of the territories. And she, on it is almost like you know one of those wall maps. There's little mice, little heads on little like almost chess pieces. And she's put them here and there. And then currently, she has her back to the window. Probably just taking a breather. And she turns around and she goes, ah, fantastic, uh, Jacques and Rye, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. that's right, Rye, nice to meet you. Well, I guess I'll see you again. <laughs> a snap a crisp salute to attention. Uh, at ease, at ease. Um, please, and she points actually to two chairs. And this is the first time you're like, oh, it's, oh she's actually making you sit down for this. I go to sit, but extremely rigidly. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I get super cosy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, um... Are you here? This is your first time, Jacques, leading a patrol. Well, congratulations. Well, I've uh, been on many patrols before, so I'm ready for the job. Absolutely, and I have full confidence that you'll be able to do this one. And, and Rise, uh, yes, uh, I don't know if you've met Jacques before, if you've been working oh, with him. I've never met him, but he, I've heard a lot about him, I've seen him around in his yellow coat, and I just think he's so cool, and I know we're just going to be so great at this mission. I know it's my first one, but I'm just going to be so That's good it. at it, and I'm just trust me, hey. I have got you covered. It's going to be great. Thank you, Rye. That's enough. Thank you. You're Gwendolyn smiles at this, and she lets you talk. Like, she, she's... She's clearly had several recruits in her time. Not, you're not awed by her presence. You're clearly very natural with her. And she appreciates that. So she finds her mission book. She <laughs> <laughs> turns to page 273. <laughs> she does. She goes, well, it's a simple mission, as you know. Winter is now gone. And how well do you know Elmos, Spruce Tuck, Doring Gif and Gil Pledge? Never been myself, um, but I could put them on a map apart from that last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've heard of Elmos before, maybe once. Oh, it, it's totally fine. Um, as you may know, delivery of mail around here is uh, it gets quite tricky in the winter, so we normally store up any mail. It usually comes to Lockhaven first from the settlements, and then we ask guard mice to go out and deliver it. And she sort of uh, maybe not clicks her fingers. I'm trying to think of a nice way. She, oh, she pulls a bell, like, <laughs> <laughs> and in comes, like, two, two of the mice carrying huge sacks of mail. It is ridiculous, actually. And they're quite heavy. 
And she says, it's an important mission. It might seem mundane, but we need to get this mail delivered to the other settlements. So Elmos, Spruce Tuck, Doringith and Gill Pledge. And looking at your map, Jack, as well, places to Elmos, Spruce Tuck and Doringith are well-travelled. They're actually um, fairly sort of straightforward and stuff. So you would know, oh, you'd be able to suss out the way to get there. Gill Pledge, however... Uh, would anyone like to offer up a skill? They would like cartographer. To yeah, you can do cartographer. Uh, I don't know if anything. Let me to noisily retrieve two dice from this it. little mm-hmm. plastic baggie. It's okay if, if only uh, one of you is it. Yeah, I don't know if scouting would really apply here. Pathfinding, half, half maybe, but mm, that's, it feels that's like more it's an, more when you're on the road. Exactly, right? more active. So what we're going to do for this? So, so you're rolling dice. Uh, you got two dice for your uh, cartographer. It's only going to be a one difficulty, so you need at least one success on the dice. So success for those dice, you need to have swords or axes. Uh, snakes are bad. So what you get? Sword and a snake. Sword and a snake. So yeah, so one success and you pass. Guild pledge, you know, is quite far out. It is um, a quite remote. Uh, it's a remote village. One like up until this very moment, I thought guild pledge was a person. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't entirely I sure. I thought we were like delivering mail to Gil like, Pledge. It could be a person, it <laughs> could be like, a place. I thought it was one envelope that Gil Pledge needed to yeah, receive. one package. <laughs> one, one place. Anyway, so Sharks, I just, I just want to say... <laughs> do it, do it. I don't damn. actually have anything to say. She looked really thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking don't want to disturb her while she's looking in that <laughs> Okay, so the only thing you know about Guild Pledge is that it is further out than the other three towns I spoke about. It's known because uh, the settler who made that town is a person called Gilbert, and he and his wife founded Guild Pledge, Apple Loft, and Doringift, which are quite far out on the edge of the territories, very close to the scent border. And I'll say this for the purposes of people at home and for you guys as well. The scent border is what keeps out the bigger predators. So the weasels managed to find some way to break it, and so when in the wars they had help from, say, the wolves, or bigger creatures, bigger predators that would just come in and take the settlements. They somehow broke the scent borders. Currently, as you know, they are still in but it's close to one there. Can I ask, sorry? Yes. Those three towns were all founded by... So the towns that were founded by Gilbert... Gilbert. ...were Appleloft, Dorygift, and Gilpledge. And Dory Gift was one of the other places where they were. Yes, that's to. right, yeah. Named after his wife, Doris. Okay, so the pledge part of Gil Pledge? It's not, his name's not Gilbert Pledge. No, it's okay. just... It's, it's just Gilbert. Gilbert. And it's Much just like I'm just Shaq. I'm just Shaq. Um, but yeah, it may take you an extra two days of travel. You think the towns, Elmos and uh, the other towns I mentioned, they're, they're fairly reasonable to get to, but you're not sure about the path to Gil Pledge. Uh, what is this... Guild Pledge, then. Uh, how do we get there? Well, there's several different paths you can take, Jacques. I assume your cartography. And actually, Brian, you're a very good scout, aren't you? And you can oh, yeah, I've learned from best, um, you know, um, Seth? Not personally, no, but oh, I, 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 I... He's I, great. He saw me everything I know, so... Very good, very good. Well, I, I'm sure this is a chance to prove yourself. Ideally, you know, get all the mail there. Um, you know, it's very important. People, when... You know how communications are around here. It's important that all the letters are delivered. So try not to lose any. Okay, we've got this. Definitely. No problem. Do... <laughs> <laughs> Skeptical. Yeah, so you said that it was two large sacks of mail. Yes. Would you say just for, it would be two hands over the shoulder to carry large? Mm-hmm. 
any kind of uh, cart or something we could use to take these bags on? I'm just a bit worried about Gil Pledge a little out of the way. Might be some treacherous terrain to get there. That's an excellent point, Jacques. I knew you would be good for this. So, um, well, you can hire a cart, but uh, unfortunately we don't have any of the uh, the guinea pigs available. To <laughs> 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 they are currently <laughs> being used for other missions, but so you might have to push it. Almost like, you know, like a wheelbarrow sort of thing. So one of you could push it, and the other one could scout ahead, perhaps. But I wouldn't want to tell you what to do, Jacques. Yeah, that's his job, isn't it? He's uh, he's leading us. No, yes, he's no. Gonna, he's going to be so great. I know it. I As leader, so. I think we should get a cart. One of us should pull it or push it while the other one scouts ahead. Well, I'm really good at scouting. Yes, I'm. I'm I well, can see things really every far. Every mouse uh, has a role to play, so you can scout. I guess I'll push the cart. Well. I mean, I can push the cart if you want me to. Maybe I can do both. No, no, don't disrespect. No, <coughs> you will be scouting. I, maybe you should do this planning outside of my office. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. sorry about that. It's okay. Um, don't worry, my men will take the bags down and they'll have them ready for you in a cart of some sort. Is there any other questions you have for me? Gwendolyn's, like, sort of moving other mice around. No, but my mum said to give this to you if I saw you. And Rai just hands uh, Gwendolyn like a little, a little vial of the, her mum's brew. Did mum just said, um, just if you, you know, she's like, oh, you're gonna see Gwendolyn, then maybe you should give her some of the brew. So it's from my mum. Wait, that is so thoughtful of you. Thank, unfortunately, I got back to back meetings just now, but maybe later. Thank yeah, you. She puts yeah, it in yeah, a drawer. And actually, you probably both see this underneath. There's a lot more alcohol in there. <laughs> She puts it in there. Uh, yes, uh, uh, thank you very much, Mom. Best uh, of luck. Do a salute. She sort of just goes, all right. I try and copy the salute. <laughs> Back, backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both arms arms at once. Yeah. Um, I kind of slap you on the back to get you yeah. to move. Yeah. And you are away. Right, so She's you... your mum? <laughs> mum? Mum. So you address someone of higher rank. I just thought she was like a lot of people's moms. That makes way more sense, actually, now that you've mentioned that. I assume you're walking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A walk and talk moment. So, yeah, as yeah. you're walking down through sort of different corridors, and you see other mice sort of getting ready to go out, and some of them have got winter weather clothing on, some of them are just getting some armour on, and you can see they're actually probably going to other settlements further out to the opposite way of you. There's some sort of hustle and bustle, but um, yeah, otherwise, fair enough. So, what would you guys like to do currently in Lockhaven? I'm going to leave it to you a little bit here. Do we need to get one of those coats? Is it really cold out that way? I've never been out that way before. Just to check, it's the mm-hmm. start of spring now. It's just started spring, yeah. So the day, first day of spring. might I know, would there still be snow in the kind of higher up areas? Yes, you, still... yeah, you would know that. Again, okay. like it would take maybe a couple of days to fall, okay. but it's more precedent on like mail needs to be delivered out, certain communications between the towns as well. Yeah. You don't want them cut off in any way. And uh, certainly Gill Pledge might be... Might be a bit snowier. It will definitely. It's much further out than the other three, and you suspect it will be the hardest to get to. Probably look in the bags as well. You can see they're all individually sort of inside them. There's like other mail bags. So one that says um, Dory Gift on it, uh, El Moss. So you're not having to go like, you know, having to go through individual letters. You can just see there are bags. And uh, and as a as a wise uh, person, I, I would think probably best to drop off at Dory Gift and. Elmos, uh, and there's one first. more, I think. Sorry. I think it was only three locations to drop off. Maybe you're right. Apple anyway. Loft. Oh, no, Spruce Tuck. Mm. Spruce Tuck, yes. So, yes, yeah, ideally to drop off at those places first so that we have less of a load. 
getting up the more difficult terrain to Gill Pledge. Mm-hmm. Is that feasible? Are they kind of? Uh, is there a way to traverse the other three first and then get to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, there's a well-trodden path certainly to Elmos, and then from there, Dory Gift and then um, Spruce Tuck are sort of in a similar thing. It'll take you about maybe a day and a half or so to get to those three places, and then Guild Pledge will be another two days on top of that. Okay. Well, we need supplies, uh, right? We need a shovel in case of snow. Mm-hmm. We need. Uh, Fire making equipment in case we are forced to make camp en route. Yeah. Uh, rations. Yeah. Uh, good shoes. You got good shoes there, actually. Yeah, I've got the best Some shoes good in the wraps. whole world. Uh, sleeping rolls. Yeah, I've got one of those too. Excellent. Well, I've also got a lot of beer my mum gave me. You're going to carry all those bottles on? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, Just one. Maybe just give me one of those and uh, sure. stash the rest away. You have a <laughs> glass vessel yeah. full of booze of yeah. some description. What kind of booze? Is it like a, is it like um, an IPA colour or is it like stout? Um, I know I know is nothing of... about beer. So is it, is it a dark go... beer or a light beer? Uh, is it like like a, a medium? <laughs> like Could a, it perhaps be a, a mead? If Ooh. there were apiarists around, because mead's made I from honey. I don't know any apiarists. So th- 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 yeah, th- I guess probably. It'd be honey-based. Yeah. Mm. Like a, yeah. So you get like um, a, a small little vial, I guess. Like it's clearly like a, a one-shot thing, <laughs> a taster, um, yeah. but a pure like golden honey. And then maybe you can smell a little bit of like some um, like lavender, perhaps a little bit of mm-hmm. flavouring. Yes. But you put that away for now. Maybe keeps you warm on a on a night. Do right, we need coats then, or? Yes, yes, of course we'll need coats. Um, Why don't you make it down to the markets and uh, pick up some camping equipment, coats, coats. portable shovel. Portable shovel. uh, Yes, while I take care of business up here. All right. Okay. Reconvene Yes, sir, and then I try and do the salute. (laughs) (laughs) Right paw to the forehead. Uh, Which one's my right one? That one's my right one. Uh, Yeah. Very good. I love this. You're just doing it down the corridor. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, for ease, what I want you to do is, if you could roll me a resources check for me, Rye. Resources. But I don't have anything in resources. Oh, resources. Yeah, it okay. will be one of your the main top. ones. So you've got two dice there. And it's just the one uh, difficulty, so you need to get a sword or an axe on the dice. I'm scared. Yeah, I got a sword. Got a sword. Yeah, so easily enough, like, people know who you are. You don't have to... Like not frighten people, but you know, um, sort of talk at them for ages. They're like, "Oh yes, of course." And you get all the provisions. Like uh, you're well known, and they're all mouse guards up here as well. So they are giving you all the provisions you need. But they're all standard equipment. And actually, as you're going around, you notice a, a lot more people are delivering mail as well. It's not just not mm. usually you guys, but you guys are being sent off in sort of one direction. Another person maybe going south. Mm. Maybe, but there are a lot more people on those missions. This one's quite odd, but it's just two of you. Again, yeah. so you do notice that. Yeah. Uh, Jacques, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to look to see if I can find the cart and mm-hmm. that the, the mail has been dropped off at the cart, and I'm going to be kind of anxiously checking that the cart is in good nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, if, if I finish that in time, mm-hmm. I'm basically going to like empty my bag and itemise it all again and check everything's there and clean <laughs> it in place and pack it all up again. Easily done. You don't need to do a check for that because it maybe takes you an hour or so. So you, you find the carts. Um, it's almost like a mouse guard approved, made in Lockhaven sort of stamp mm-hmm. on the thing. And it is just literally like a wheelbarrow in mm-hmm. sense because, again, any sort of bigger carts, they would have to have like something pulling it. It's all there, 
and you maybe check at the bags and stuff and you see that they are tied quite tightly and then inside them there would be just the normal sort of mail bag that you can just hand off to people or give out mail if you should choose to. You know from not previous experience, you've never delivered mail before, but the idea is that you would go to the sort of town hall for each of these towns and maybe you would be the person to give out the mail, like it'll be like a town meeting and stuff. But each of it is organised in certain, uh, certain bags, so it's easy enough. You don't have to go through every single letter and whatnot. It's taking your time. You're just doing all the little, like, everything's beautifully spread mm. out. If you could take a picture of it for Instagram, you would. goes into a guard mouse. Is, uh, is it a wooden cart? Yes, it is a wooden cart. I, I would also try and source then, probably using my connections to boat crafters and such, mm-hmm. uh, like some extra nails and maybe a, a mallet or hammer, just like a maybe a repair kit or something. Like, I'm, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, yeah. uh, what if it falls apart? That makes sense. So are you using your... Are you using your connections in town to find us, or are you going to look for it yourself? So what I'm saying is that so you're using your connections, it's like a circle thing, because you're mm-hmm. asking around to maybe borrow something, whereas resources are that you go out and find it yourself. You um, see what I mean? Yeah, I suppose... I suppose there aren't really many boat crafters in Lockhaven. There's the odd the... one or two, but it's not a port town. Exactly. I suppose I'd just be... I don't really have circles in crafts here, then. So. No, uh, sorry, so a resources check for me, okay. then, please. So, again, just difficulty of one. Tell me what you get. Two swords two and swords. one snake. Okay, excellent. So you succeed with a margin of one. So yeah, actually, you will go around and talk, okay, maybe you probably miss Rye, and or you you hear Rye and you're like right, merge. <laughs> yeah, you avoid any of his comments. But you're you're able to go around and people know you for and you explain the situation and stuff, and people are more than happy to give you some extra. Um, maybe not a wheel replacement, but things to help you patch up any wheels or any damages to the cart. And you would know as well that, because um, you're checking in and checking out equipment from the mouse guard, they've probably given you like a sheet saying, scratch down the left side. Da, 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 da. So when, you, <laughs> when you go back, you have to write in yeah. things that are missing as well. But 16,000 miles on the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just feet. But yeah, easy enough. So you, I will say you have a repair kit, so you can maybe do a repair check if you need to. Would I have gone past like where the bakers are in my search for equipment? So in Lockhaven, there's not necessarily a baker's per okay. se. There's like a small, like um, not even a canteen, but there's like a yeah. very small bakery. So it's it's, okay. it's it's does the provisions for the guards themselves. But yeah, yeah. you can okay. you can go. Past I go that. there because my friend. Oh yes, my friend Tanda works there. Okay. And I'm like, oh my god, Tanda, just letting you know, I'm about to go on my first mission. It's really exciting. Um, oh my god, really? Yeah, it's so oh exciting. my god, that's so, so exciting. Just you know, I'm about to go out. Oh my god. Just like, um, you know, if I find anything cool, I'll bring it back for you. Just oh no, no, it's okay. And how would you describe Tanda as well? I'm guessing yeah. she's, she's, is she going to go into the garden or is she just working at the bakery? I think she just works at the bakery. Uh-huh. Um, just a baker through and through, and <laughs> maybe Her heart is made she's... Out of dough. <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe like a little bit more like scrappy sort of looking, but like like a grayish brownish fur, like mm-hmm. somewhere in between the two. Yeah, and just like generally a good egg. Okay, yeah. actually, roll a circles check for me, please. Circles check. Under resources. Yeah. Tell me again. One sword, one snake. So she's like, oh my goodness, well, be, you can't go alone out there. Here's this. And she gives you like a little proper like uh, bakery, sort of like leftover bread and stuff like yes! that. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so awesome. Oh, thank you so much. I'm oh. going to miss you so much. 
which one? I hope, you, I hope you like it. That's a new recipe. It's 50 50. I'm going to call that on the. <laughs> and there's a few bits of a pumpkin seat on there as well. Oh, I love pumpkin Well, seeds. let me know what you think. Let me know oh, what you I think, okay? Oh, so oh, best of luck. Oh, don't die. I try not to. <laughs> such a good take on it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. A <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. loaf. <laughs> So, a loaf of 50 50. That will probably last you maybe like a, a two worth of rations between you. So, I'd okay. say four rations because it's quite a not a hefty loaf, but it's quite warm and it's like it's you know, just out of the, the kiln, mm. I guess. So, you make it back to um, where the cart is, and yeah, Rai and um, Jack, you sort of meet up. What would you like to do? Alright, so here's the shovel, here's the this thing, here's the this thing, here's the this thing. And also my friend Tanner gave me this loaf of bread. Right, perfect. Uh, what is this, some kind of half and half? Yeah, it's like 50-50. She put some um, pumpkin seeds on the top. I reckon it's going to be delicious. She's the best bread baker in all the whole of Lockhart, so... Well, After me. Lockhaven. Lock you, <laughs> you hear from the gods. Lockhaven. <laughs> I sometimes mix up are. my T's and my N's. It happens. Right, well, pack that away. We've got to hit the road before uh, it gets dark. Yeah, it's about early afternoon now, so you spent the morning getting ready for it. Do I, do I think we could make one of the three easier towns before sundown? I think so. Like, you know, the closest one is Elmos, and that's maybe a couple of hours away, so you can definitely get there before sundown if you push it now. We can make it to Elmos before sundown if yeah. we head off now. So Sounds good. Please, uh, we'll take this route, but you can scout ahead, see if you find any uh, easier paths. Perhaps in the winter, maybe trees fallen, something like that. You can show us the way round, and I'll start pushing the, uh, the cart. Fantastic. Okay, so, right, I want you to make me a scout check for me, with advantage, because this is a well-trodden... Actually, no, is it Pathfinder this is where I should have checked. What does advantage means So it's just an extra die. Okay. Yeah, one extra D6. So weird. I'm just saying you're scouting ahead, because that's what okay. that's what you're thinking. So you're scouting ahead, it's going to be for three D6 you got scouting or four? Five. Four. Five. Wow, five. I got four in scout and then plus three. Oh, also it's your underlined skill. Oh, yeah, does what that does mean? That, does that mean? Uh, it just means that's, yours, that's your skill. Okay. There's, there's no extra to it, unfortunately. I mean, you've got five. Just means you all that. So it's going to be one difficulty. Oh, no. I got two axes, two swords, and a snake. Wow! So yeah, you get that in plenty of time. And Elmos, as well, you both know it as the place. Uh, it's named for the moss that grows on the trunks of the oldest elm tree in the territories. It's re- well known for its healing properties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the mice of Elmos harvest and deliver most of the moss to uh, Spruce Tuck, which is a little ways away, but trade some of it as a raw commodity. And it is like you get there, and there's a little hive of activity again. The route there was fairly straightforward. You didn't run into any problems or anything like that. Uh, Jacques, you mean you're pushing along the cart. You are tired, but it's like you know you didn't stop at all because Rai was very good at scouting ahead and and making sure like to come over any obstacles. So I say you get there, and yeah, it's this huge elm tree. It's very hard to miss in this uh, in this territory. It's like the biggest tree for miles around. And as you get there, you can see lights coming out of the windows in, that are built into the elm tree. And there's a little hive of activity, as you can see, almost like a welcome party of other Elmos mice. It's like, hey, hey, what? Oh my god, is that, it's, it's, guy, it's mouse guard, guard mice, mouse guard, hey! <laughs> Suddenly they welcome you in. Long winter was it? Oh, mate, mate. Kept warm. Ooh, so. Hot mocks, was yeah. it? Oh, 
Hey, dude. It's so good to see you. Hey. It's hey. so good to meet you, too. Hi, I'm Ryan. Nice oh, to meet you. Oh, right, cool. Yeah. I'm Moss. No, Moss. my name's... Oh, yeah, his name's Moss. I'm Moss with a Y. <laughs> oh, cool. A Y? Yeah. Like, is that like some more like Meese or like Moss? I like Moose. Yeah. Mose. Cool. Call me Moose. Moose. And then everyone's like, yeah, Moose. <laughs> and they, oh they lead you in. <laughs> they lead you into a very small town hall. Think like proper church town hall. Like the floorboards are very cracked and stuff like that, but there's a little podium and uh, little seats there. And there's a little crowd of people, not all as bad as moss or mice, <laughs> but they're, they're all sort of like cheery and they're very welcoming. There's, they give you food and drink and they just generally are good people. And unless there's something you'd want to do. I, I would try and side talk to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to right. Ryan and say, do not take any of the moss. Right, we're here on a mission. Got to keep a cool head. Yeah, sure, okay. I thought it was, like, really good for, like, your healing, you, you know, your soul. Well, actually, you can, ailments, you, you can know. just extract the oil part of the moss that has the healing properties without any of the side effects. So oh. don't take any of the moss itself. Okay. All right, we're on a mission? Yep. <laughs> right. What if it's, like, moss bread or, like, something like that? Uh, you know, moss like brownies, edibles, <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> at the back of the no, there's <laughs> a catering. It's like Bake Off. Like. They're actually even worse because you don't realise, and then it, you digest it. And it gets hit. Oh. just stay away from anything moss. Right? Oh, okay, all right. So they they don't offer you any moss. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite clear that those people who clearly aren't. Or very friendly and stuff like that. Maybe they work with it to a certain extent and the fumes and whatnot. Mm. But they, they are very wary about them, making sure it's it's kept legal, I guess, is the answer. <laughs> but so you're not offered anything. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you give out all the mail and there's some exciting people that love to get mail. There's like letters from lost uh, lost ones, loved ones from different uh, settlements. Maybe uh, a card from a grandmother to a small child with a little bit of um, coin in it and she gets very excited and is very, very thankful for you. And everyone sort of is very thankful and grateful for you and that's kind of it so that's like check one Elmos is sort of done is there anything you guys would like to do before we sort of move over to the next day yeah I just want to arrange a place to stay mm-hmm. um, shake hands with the mayor I guess if there is one you know mm-hmm. yeah there is there is uh, so they're in it's, in it's great this book it does break it down into stuff so like location structure Elmos is built under and inside a massive elm tree in a small grove of elms the size of the town Government. Family rulers govern the lords of trade, so wood, moss, and harvest. <laughs> major and then major trades and imports and exports. So yeah, so there's not necessarily like um, I guess there is a mayor of some sort, uh, a sort of middle-aged uh, uh, female mouse uh, with sort of a, a, a brown complexion with streaks of blonde through her, and she sort of like says, "Oh, thank you so much. It's, it's so good to see the the mouse guard, you know, giving the time to just, you know even do the small matters. We really appreciate it." And please, I'm, you're more than welcome to stay at a, at my house um, at, the, at the top of the elm. Thank you very much. It's very uh, kind. Thank you. an honour to do this duty. Of course, it's an honour to have you here. And it's quite, quite, quite aware of all the other people who are sort of milling around. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yes, um, I'm sorry about that. I did specify to them to take work off today because I wanted to show, you know, Elmos is a place not just known for its medicinal purposes. <laughs> we are actually quite hard working but uh, I, please and she'll, she'll let you and she, 
a few letters. She spends the evening giving you a very lovely meal, probably talking all about Elmos and how the winter fared for them, and but nothing out of the ordinary. And it's very simplistic yeah. and stuff like that. And you get very nice beds, and then the next morning you've had a really good night's rest. And there is little uh, parcel of provisions, and again another thank you. Uh, as you go, so like a little bit of like sweet eats and stuff like that. I would, I would check Rise parcel for any moss and try and extricate it in case it. <laughs> There's no moss, don't worry. <laughs> that would be incredible. I, I like that. I like that thought. In, in my party, no. The, so there's no there's no moss or anything like that. But it, again, you get the um, you would know this, Jack. But I think it's more uh, prevalent to you, Rise, that mouse guards are well received. Uh, you know they're seen as a force for good, and that you know you are the protectors of the weak, and you will go out of your way to do stuff. So it's actually quite nice to get that reaffirming, um, like almost like a rollback, I guess. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're happy, we'll go on to the yeah. next. Town. As we go to leave, I salute the mayor, <laughs> but with the wrong hand this time, the wrong paw. Very nice to meet you. Thank you so much oh, for your hospitality. A, a pleasure. She she doesn't know what the courtesy is for this, so she sort of does that and then curtsies and and, <laughs> and it's like, oh, thank you, thank you so much, and then. You're so, um, are you going to do the same thing again? Are you going to scout ahead and then push? Yeah. Or are you going to swap rolls? Oh, same roll. Same, same rolls. Roll. It will take you about maybe another couple of hours if you're going at the same pace to get to... We've done Elmos. What's the other two towns? There was Spruce Tuck and uh, Dory Gift. Dory Gift. Oh. Um, so it will take... The next one up will be Spruce Tuck because that's the closest one that they actually do uh, imports and exports between there and Elmos. So mm-hmm. that will be the next one on top of that. And okay. you think actually you could easily get through those two in today. So yeah. uh, Spruce Tuck and Dory Gift. Okay, so you're going to roll again? So yes. again, again this time, same same roll. So yeah. Scouting plus one because it's well travelled. Okay. It's just a one difficulty again. Oh my god. Uh, that was four swords and <laughs> axe. I'm getting all the great ones out <laughs> yeah. now. It's, it's, it's good, it's good. Later. You make fantastic time, actually. I think maybe you start off a little earlier, because, again, you, like yesterday, was setting up all the uh, the gear and stuff. And there was a moment where you have to fight your way through some overgrown grass, as was hidden by the snow. But it takes you maybe an extra half an hour, and you actually find a shortcut to Spruce Tuck. It is actually a part of a hollow spruce tree. And inside, actually, you go inside, and you see almost like a multi-level dwelling, like almost like feels like a spiral staircase, but on each staircase is like a, a landing sort of, and you see it goes up for miles and m- mouse miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a village, so there's only a couple of people here, but it is uh, there is a governor who sort of manages here, and he sort of comes in and goes, oh, thank you so much, our guard, how are you? Why, governor? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, that is my name. <laughs> governor, governor. Governor, governor. Uh, we are here to deliver the spring mail. Uh, we must be on our way to a Dory uh, gift shortly, so... Uh, if you could gather the townsfolk to receive... Uh, and actually quite a few of them turn And you know this... Um, it's well-known Spruce Tuck for scientific things. So there's lots of um, apocryphies and sort of scientists who are working on the sense barrier here. And so they come in... It's actually a very small, almost like a... I don't want to say staff room, but like a, you know, like a scientist <laughs> staff room. So there's a few beakers here and there, and, you, and they're all sort of come in. And then you, you give out the letters. And this time again, there's a couple of um, maybe like thicker reports from different towns, different where their scientists are, and they're like, incredible, they found the solution. They always <laughs> wander off and do that. Um, but you get through the mail. So you've now gone down to one big bag of stuff. Less work on right. you. And yeah, so uh, without further ado, they sort of like, well, thank you so much. And then the, the governor sort of shows you out. So you've done Spruce Tuck. And then the next one will be Dory Gift. So again, I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. Ta-da. Now that I've got so good, watch me roll all snakes. 
I'm still pretty good. Two axes, two swords, and the snake. Nice. So again, again, making really good time. Maybe just after one, you make it to Dory Gift. This is where Dory Gift is not in there. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> doesn't exist. It is a black <laughs> Yep, it's just named after Doris. I forgot. Um, <laughs> as you're getting further and further out, you know that the settlements come from a sort of a lock haven, which is like a fortress-type city, and then you get to a sort of town-esque that was in Elmos, and a village, like outpost, scientist outpost in Spruce Tuck. And then this is similar to so uh, Dory Gift, which is just like a, almost just a collection of uh, buildings next to some stones that are sort of in... Not an edge of a forest, but almost on the edge of an opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, gap? No. What's it called? A clearing. Like a clearing, yeah. Whoa! Hey. That, I was going through all the, all the words mm-hmm. there. So yeah, Dorigif is sort of on the edge of a clearing. It's more like a hamlet or something. Exactly, yeah, like that. And again, you get a, a nice response there. The Dorigif, uh, people there, again, very homely. A lot of labourers, perhaps. A couple of harvesters as well. Um, and then they'll sort of shuffle you to the town square. And there's like a big well there where you, if you look down into it, like the well is quite full because again from all the snow and stuff that has been melting. And actually, you see them all clearing away like the um, the snow off the thatch roofs and stuff like that. And you can get the smell of uh, cooking as they are uh, making uh, warm food to replenish their stockpile of food. God, that was a, <laughs> that was a very weird way of saying it. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. Oh, can you hear? Can you hear? Can you smell? Smell is the word you're looking for there. You... Yeah, can you smell that? It's like, um, like spices and, mm, yeah, it smells Do good. Do remember to be on a professional uh, yeah, stance as we go in here. I don't know what you're talking about. Salute with your right hand this time. Oh, yeah, my right paw. Right. That's this one, right? No. Oh, this one. Right. Correct. <laughs> Got it. Yep, and the same thing happens again. Uh, this time you are giving out letters and stuff to and it's actually a lot of this time it's more business matters actually there's a like a small business hub happening in Dory Gift maybe a couple of uh, not reports but like a couple of business things lots of signings of wills and stuff like that but again it's all sort of sorted fairly quickly so you've got the rest of the afternoon to try and make your way to Guild Pledge or to make a start to Guild Pledge Mm -hmm. is that what you guys would like to do? Just from a cartography perspective Mm -hmm. Two days travel to Guild Pledge, you think? Yes, so you'd be out overnight, probably. There's not really another settlement on the way directly there, and you would go out of your way quite quickly. If you detour, it would take longer to get to Guild Pledge. So it would be two nights travel, no matter how we swing it, probably. So... Could we do a night here and then and then one if night we, on the road and get there yeah, by night four? If we left a crack at dawn or tomorrow, would we only have to sleep once? Yes, I'd say you'd do that. Or if you start out tonight, then you possibly would be two nights, depending on how you roll. Mm. Well, I don't mean to uh, to trouble you, uh, but I was wondering if we might uh, sleep here for the night and head out at the crack of dawn. We have to get on to Giddle Pledge, you see, and uh, it's quite a long way, but we thought if we left at the crack of dawn, we might just have to spend one night on the road. Girl, oh yes, there's an older gentleman mouse who's like not really the town leader, but it's just like the one that just always speaks like on matters. Yeah, a girl, but I've not been there for eight. I haven't heard anything from them for a while. Well, it's uh, probably because of the winter. Isn't it? That's a good of... point, young one. Yes, yes, I think. Yes, they're very nice though. There, Gil, you know, Gilbert. Uh, it was the one that f- him and Doris founded. Dory Gift and uh, Guild Pledge and Applecroft. Have you ever yeah. been to Applecroft? No, I haven't, but if they've got apples, I'm sure it's I It's surrounded really by apple it. trees. Oh, that sounds amazing. Go- oh, you should go in the summer. 
Oh. And it will blather on for yeah. hours. I continue that conversation yeah, back that. and forth for sure. Fair enough. Uh, I try and find someone else to get the accommodation yeah. sorted through. Easily done. His, yeah. If anything, his wife comes up after and says, Yes, you can stay here in the background. Um, apple pie, apple cider, apple crumble. Oh, I love it all. Apple cider pie. Have you tried that? That sounds a... amazing. Yes. yes. <laughs> right, right. We should be uh, preparing our equipment for tomorrow's journey. So thank you very much, sir. Not a problem. Not a problem. And he sort of just goes back, sits back in the the rocking chair on his <laughs> not gantry porch. There we go. He <laughs> <laughs> just sort of says, "Well, any time." And he's like, oh, um, "What would you guys like to do in this moment? Are you, are you, are you your equipment's fine? I'd say you're now down to like half a bag, so you could take it. And it's just all it is is a mail bag now. You could one of you could put round straps. So you could just leave the cart here if you wanted to. It would, otherwise, you're just pushing an empty cart or half empty cart you could stock up on provisions I'll say you've done already but like it's it's more like what's the plan now are you gonna tr- like try and find out a bit more about guild pledge or the surrounding areas you know a bit from the cartography stuff but what's the plan I'd probably that's probably what I would do I'd probably just like go find some people talking about stories or mm-hmm. whatever and be like oh yeah how do you go to guild pledge mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what about you Jacques yeah, I think I, I would be intrigued by this mention of haven't heard from Guild Pledge in some time. Mm-hmm. And I would be trying to ascertain if there were any dangers or attacks or rumours or anything anything suspicious, mm-hmm. essentially, about either Guild Pledge itself or anywhere between here and Guild Pledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything on the route. Okay, so I think... What skill would that be for both of you? Have a thing. What would you use for that? Persuade. Basically, I just want to become everyone's best friend. So yeah, you can persuade. What about you, Jacques? A skill? Yeah, a skill. Or what would you? I'm just trying to think. What would you roll? I just wonder if this is a, a wise trait thing. But that's that's separate, is it? That doesn't determine a number of dice. Uh, mm, that's a good point. I will look it up for you. Um, so wise can only be in, invoked when the the subject is in play. Uh, the three ways a wise can affect a roll: they can grant uh, an extra dice to a player you're advising can allow you to re-roll a failed die or re-roll all the snakes that come up on a single roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, separately, I am wise as a trait. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought that's what you were talking about. No, that was wises. Wises. Oh, yeah, I know. Wise. That's a little bit thing com- up there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the wise trait, which I think I just do. is I it's can just, add just a dice when I can claim that the test I'm doing is a wise requires. So I could, I could claim right now, say that mm-hmm. I am being wise by seeking out Mm-hmm. dangers ahead and so yeah. I could choose to add my one dice to this which I, I think I will avoid doing at this stage that's okay yeah. but I think because um, I don't really have a skill for this <laughs> maybe maybe I, t- I tell you what I tell you what so to, to fit in character I would be most concerned about a sudden change in the weather mm-hmm. I got us the shovel I'm concerned about snow slippiness especially if mm-hmm. there's melt that has refrozen and I am both weather sense and weather watcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would be concerned about the weather and how it affects the terrain ahead. Perfect. Okay, cool. So yeah, if you do a weather watcher role and a persuader role for yeah. rise. I also would specifically be after recipes as well, not just things about where we're going, but sure. just like what was in the soup that we just ate for dinner. Oh well. yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> probably hang probably go to a local people. tavern or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Shall I do the weather yeah. one first? Yeah, go, go Shack first. 
I'll be one That's to an, see. an axe and a sword. Nice. Um, yeah, watching out um, of the village, maybe you take a, maybe a half an hour or so. You're not, you're not gonna, yeah. You're yeah. like, Gamini. Oh, the Gamini. Um, <laughs> Elbow yeah. plus knee equals. <laughs> <laughs> um, you suspect that there may be a shower, a light shower tomorrow afternoon at some point, and the weather, it's still a little bit chilly. But you don't think there's going to be any sudden change of weather. Like, there's not going to be, like, a snowstorm or a blizzard or anything like that. We've passed winter, where it would be dangerous for you to be out or as a, on a patrol. It is now a much, sort of, more tenable... It's not perfect conditions. And you suspect, like, the track may be hindered a little bit by a snow still melting and stuff like that. But otherwise, do you think weather-wise it okay. should be okay? So, so with that in mind, mm-hmm. I think I would just spend the rest of the evening... Number one, finding a place to store the cart. Mm-hmm. I think at this, with that in mind, I'm going to call not cart-friendly weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also ensuring that we have kind of wet weather gear mm-hmm. for this shower and any future showers. So that would be something kind of more waterproof to throw over our packs and cloaks. Ensure we have wet weather tent and so on, you know, that, that we're weatherproofed. Okay, cool. Right. I'll, I'll make you do a resources roll for that in okay. a second. So what did you get on your... Oh, you're not doing a persuasion roll. Yeah. Yep, go for it. I got two swords and a snake. Two swords. So um, maybe you spend a little time in the town, uh, obviously at the, their own bakery, uh, maybe at the tavern as well. You're trying to find out more about Guild Pledge in general and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just like... As well as recipes. Well, what, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like what they do there. Oh, is that... Oh, I see that you've maybe put something of this, uh, some sage in that bread. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, um, interesting. So in terms of Guild Pledge itself... So Guild Pledge, you know, um, from your discussions with the townsfolk, is one of the most remote settlements in the territories. It's got a very small native population, but actually there is also around that a large refugee population from a town called Walnut Peck. Both of you would know about Walnut Peck. It is another small settlement town that was beyond the scent borders. That refugee population were driven out during the Winter War uh, with the weasels. Mm-hmm. And with that successful, because you got two successes on that, didn't you? Yeah. You know there is actually, in that town, in Guild Pledge, there is a person who's quite famous, actually. Um, famous in the sense of well-known for their work, a carpenter by the name of Martin. There's actually some gossip from it. Like, you don't know how old this gossip has been. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been before winter struck. You know that Martin's daughter has recently in the last year, been engaged to a politician's son from a place called Ironwood. Do I know anything about Ironwood? I will look it up for you, because you probably do ask that question, to yeah. be fair. So it was Martin the Carpenter from mm-hmm. Gill Pledge. His daughter has just become engaged to the politician's son from Ironwood. Yeah. Martin was originally from the, the town of Walnut Peck. He so was he... a refugee. Mm-hmm. This is an intricate... It's an interesting plot Note, that Fiona is putting together. Yes. <laughs> Note drawing I've got going on. Uh, me. Ironwood, yes. Uh, <laughs> Ironwood rests amidst red soil, rich in iron. Next to Copperwood, it's the territory's other major metal mining town. <laughs> Somebody that was wrote literally that written to be a tongue really irritating. <laughs> so yeah, Ironwood is another mining okay. town. And, is, and that's, again, further out towards... The outside, it will be as, it's not as far as Guild Pledge. Okay. It may be a bit further in. It's a mining town, so mm-hmm. but it'll be on on a border somewhere. Yeah. Or it's close mm-hmm. to a border. But it's not right. like I said, Guild Pledge is like the furthest remote yeah. settlements, as okay. it were. And, and this news about the politician's son and Ironwood, that's 
that's just gossip, or is it particularly controversial? Um, from what you get, um, it's not controversial. It's actually, you know, I think nice mice thing. in general, everyone's very nice about stuff. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with politicians in this world. Um, there doesn't seem to be any sort of. They, everyone says that Ironwoods, you know, the mice there are very nice, mm. hard workers with the mine and stuff, and the politician there. Um, Call him Graham with an E. Um, <laughs> Graham, with Graham an e. politician Graham, um, and his son Adrian um, are very well liked, and they're seen as a force for good in Ironwood. And so it, it, it's quite a nice thing to happen. Like the, um, this carpenter who's fled from the war uh, from their place in Walnut Peck has um, yeah, has found some sort of happiness, and his daughter will call her call her Alice, so Adrian and Alice with their nuptials. So it's a, it's a happy occasion and it's the, the, the news of it is spread purely because Martin himself is such a famous carpenter. Like you, there's no examples of his work in um, Doigift, mm-hmm. but it is, it's talked about, it's, like, it's really beautiful craftsmanship, like, you know, he spends his time over it and he, he seems a good egg. Unless there's anything else you want to do, you'll spend the evening at the old man's house, who name I've not given. Um... No, Try to avoid anything more than the surface level conversation with him. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's very nice. Like, he just uh, he just sits <laughs> out on his porch, maybe um, just rocks his chair a little bit. Like his wife sort of bustles in and about. Like she clearly is in charge, and she's getting everything ready. Mm-hmm. Like you think because it's spring now, there's going to be like maybe more festivals, maybe a spring harvest coming on. So she's basically the organizer behind everything, and he just sort of sits there as almost like the Bill Clinton without all the creepy stuff um, <laughs> <laughs> around him. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll call him Bill. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. And you, you get given food, you get uh, good beds for tonight. And again, this whole experience, you get the sense that you know the mouse guard is doing good, and people appreciate you. You don't. It's not like they're trying to bribe you with gifts or anything like. That, but they are appreciative of the work you both do, even if it's as simple as delivering the mail. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that, you move to the next day. So early morning. So you said you were going to rise early and deliver the mail. So. Sorry, you did manage to deal with the the cart. Is um, they said they'll store it away for you, and they'll get one of the runners from the town to sort of send it back because it should mm, be straightforward. Was there something else you was going to say? Wet weather gear. Yeah, Wet resources roll. You said. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we'll do a resources. Oh, roll, I haven't though. done it yet. Sorry, that's my, <coughs> that's, my, that's, my that's my bad. So yeah, it's resources roll. Three dice for over here. So it's like one again. Oof! Two snakes and an axe. An axe. Nice. So yeah, you do manage to find stuff, and the people are very very helpful towards you as well and they'll get you like two good weather gear like sort of oil skins and you can mm-hmm. put them over the top of you your thing. and they fit fairly well like a big poncho yeah, yeah. it literally is a big poncho yes. yeah um, so yeah you do have those uh, you both rise early and what I want to know is so the cart's been staying uh, unless you tell me otherwise it's going to stay here in Dorygrift and what you have left is obviously the sort of big canvas bag with everything in but inside is just the messenger bag with mm. Gil Pledge on it if you want, you could just have the messenger bag on you, like that, so you're not having to carry it with two hands over your shoulder. But I want to know who is carrying it. Is the messenger bag uh, as weather-proofed as the canvas bag? Uh, you get the sense that it is. The reason okay. it was put in the bag is so it was so, so much mail. Yeah. And now you've gone from four cities, uh, four towns, villages mail to one. And this bag itself, it's... It's not like cumbersome or anything. There's a lot in there that's been packed in, but the way Lockhaven sort of packs everything, it's all very utilitarianized, and yeah. you think there's a lot in there, but it's it's not over cumbersome or anything like that. So my question is, are you going to take it out of the sack? And if so, who is carrying it, or who's carrying the bag? Uh, I would feel, quite, as I feel ownership over the mission, mm. I so feel I ownership 
over the messenger bag. Mm. So I would probably just retrieve it and put it on mm-hmm. without kind of saying anything to you. Yeah, And then um, I'd probably be like, oh, you want me to take that for you? I can carry it if you want. Or... No, no, it's all right. I am in charge of this mission and I will oversee its safe delivery. Personally, your job, as ever, is to scout ahead. Will do, uh, sir. If there, if there is danger ahead, we wouldn't want the mail going with it. Of course. We must get it there at all costs. Very good. Right. Here we go. Forward. <laughs> yes. Continue to put your left foot in front of your right foot, just like you're doing. Why don't you micromanage me, me? So, as you're getting further out from Dory Gift, as I said before, it's the early spring, and so there is more sense, as you rightly sort of looked out, Jacques, that the snow and there's more pools of melted water and stretches of motor, so it is a much more difficult task, especially as this route is not well-travelled. I need someone to do a Pathfinder test for me. You can help each other. It is a difficulty of six. Oh dear. And axe counters too? No. 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 Basically, so axes are like sixes, and then you can spend a fate point to re-roll any sixes you get, and obviously it will increase the more sixes you get. Well, I, can, uh, uh, I would be helping you, I think. Yeah. Which I think is, is this basic dice rules teamwork. Help from another player adds one dice. So, yeah, how, but you need to justify how you are helping to, to add it to it. It's, it you could use, right. Yeah. Well, I think we both are looking... Looking ahead. The kind of, uh, yeah, each of us looking ahead, looking to the side, looking to see if there's a clearer path. Mm-hmm. Trying to clear the path for one another. Yeah, see if there's an old track. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. look for an old track, that kind of thing. Super. So, right, you're going to do the Pathfinder test for me. Yeah. So, how many dice do you have currently? It's a three. Three. So, with a help from Jack, I'll be four. Okay. So, the obstacle, the number you need to be is six. So, is there anything else you can do that can make you roll more dice? So I just I'm a hard to... worker and I'm also nimble. And I'm also fearless, but I don't think fearless would really have anything to do with it. But maybe hard working. Well, I'm talking or... about, we'll, we'll split it into two checks. Well, this will be the first check of the day. Oh, oh. something else? You can spend persona. a persona point to add your nature rank to any role. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if it's against your nature, then your ability is taxed by one. Yeah. So, in nature, mm-hmm. in general, for mice, it's sort of climbing, I think it says on the sheet, climbing, hiding. Uh, chasing and escaping yeah. that's like uh, within your nature mm. and then using that sort of dash roll to do something else i.e. scouting ahead so mm-hmm. that's not in your nature so as Ben said you can add that to the roll but if you if you succeed you will reduce it by one mm-hmm. um, if you fail you reduce it by the number of failures you have okay so it's up to you though that's a very good so point I well, add the rank of four is that how that works uh, I think so sorry Ben I think, you well I was going to say it reduces your nature by one is that right if you succeed if you fail, it reduces it by the number of you fail by. Right. So you would, if you used tapping nature, you would mm-hmm. spend a persona point. Mm-hmm. You would roll four dice because mm-hmm. that is how many you're rolling anyway. Mm-hmm. Then you would add four to the result. Uh, you add your nature, which is four, to the result. No, you'd add you'd dice. Add four dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it gives me eight dice. Climbing. This is a hard check. Yeah. 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 It's but good. It's good. Is there a way to earn persona dice? So persona points are given at the end of session, so as rewards. Right. So you currently both have one persona point right. and one fate point. So if I were to use the persona point, that's it. That's all we got, mate. Mm-hmm. Yep. But also, it's a very difficult role, so maybe it's worth it. Would yeah. your hard worker 
or nimble trait apply here as well? Well, that's what I wonder, because I am a hard worker. I feel like I would be like, i got to get this right, because so mm. far I've been so good on all the other. Mm-hmm. And perhaps nimble helps, too, because it's terrain that you're navigating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll read out what it says here for nature. So nature stands for a mouse's natural qualities and tendencies. For mice, there are four aspects to their nature, escaping, climbing, hiding, and foraging. These are aspects which describe situations which you can use your nature without penalty. The higher mm. your rank in nature, the more mouse-like you are. The lower the rank, the more human you are. When an action involves escaping, climbing, hiding, or foraging, you can use your nature role instead of a skill with no cost. So that's very useful. A mouse may use their nature as a reservoir of strength to help them overcome difficulties. If your character is in a situation that is against their nature, i.e. fighting, researching, arguing, etc., and doesn't have the proper skill, they may make the test using the current nature rating. But then tapping your nature to perform a heroic act... By spending a persona point, you may add your nature's ability to your ability or skill check. Does it add to the number of successes, or does it add to the number of dice? It says ability rating to your ability or skill test. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, all the other ones say, like, plus one D or plus one S mm. to differentiate between adding a die or adding a success. Mm. So, GM cool. <laughs> Wait, so ability rating. So what have you got currently, Claire? It's four, right? Four. In nature, yeah. In four in nature. Oh, yeah. Four in nature. And four, four. in the test. Yeah, four in both. So I, I think you're right. I think it is rating, so that sounds mm-hmm. like a number. So I think you would just add plus four yeah. to it, I think. Um, well, I guess I will do that. It's your call. You don't have to. Yeah, no, I mean, you could just like use what you've got and probably fail, but maybe not by a lot if you get four successes mm-hmm. yeah. or you could roll like three axes and spend a fate point to add the three oh, extra I have dice to, I have to spend the fate anyway to add the dice no so you have to spend a persona point for the nature yeah. the fate point is for, for the re-rolling dice. Right. for re-rolling yeah, yeah, for yeah. Add, rolling additional well, dice well I might as well just spend the persona point then yeah so you then you're going to add your nature to the check you do that after you roll or it has to be before, no, it has to be before. Uh, persona is before you roll okay but fate is after after yeah, yeah. Okay, we got there. It's fine. Tap that nature. Tap that. Tap that. Okay. So you need to get six successes on the dice. And I just add a four. Yeah, we're going to say that because that's what it sounds like. You can quick Google it if you want. I will take it on this. That's an axe. Mm -hmm. And two swords. Okay, so that's three. So I should roll the axe plus the four. Wait, plus the four, so it's seven. That's enough. That's enough. You don't, no, you Plus, don't. I also got a sword. Uh, it's enough. You, don't, enough. you only re-roll the axe if you spend a fate. Ah, oh, it's fine. I so, don't. No, you already succeeded. So that's yes, fine. You did just say that. So what I'm going to say because you it was against <laughs> your it. it was against your nature, but it was successful. You reduced your nature by one. Me, so you okay. write that Three on the. Out of four. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. It's very hard going. <laughs> um... <laughs> The rain comes quicker than you expect it to, and even though you pointed out, even it is it soaks you. Like the weatherproofing helps to an extent. You keep the bag dry, which is the main thing. And actually, it takes you best part of the full day to get halfway. Because that's what we said. We said, yeah, it's going to be one night out. Maybe you get to sort of like the evening time somewhere, and the rain is pouring, and it is incredibly cold. But because you're wrapped up well, and you manage to circumnavigate certain areas of this forest. You make it to a safe spot, which is I've got like an overhang. So you're currently out of the rain now. Ooh, we should make camp. Oh my gosh, it's so cold. Yes, yes, quick. Uh, oh, help me with the fire. 
Uh, yeah, I have to be able to find. <laughs> yeah, you straighten up right. So easily enough, maybe it takes you a little while because obviously all the wood around here is now sodden. Mm. And so, yeah, you're deliberately taking your time to set the fire and a little bit of fire comes out. And you currently are camping. And what's the plan now? Are you sort of going to wait out the rain and then go ahead? It's, it's getting darker. I'm saying like it's sort of early evening, so maybe six o'clock. Now. But you've made a good pathway again through that check you did. Is it, wait, are we in a clearing or is it like in scrubby I'm going to say or? it's not a clearing as such. Like you're going through trees and it's taking, it's almost like, you know, mm. traversing over like hills almost with all these roots. But mm. you're sort of, it's a big rocky outcrop and you're underneath and it, you're sort of surrounded by trees. It's not like massive clearing. It's like where mm. uh, they hide from the ring rays. Mm. Right? Yes. Under the sure. overhang yeah. in the ground. Yeah, but you've got a bit more space than, than yeah. Frodo. <laughs> well, we're mice yeah. in that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to, like, scout around a bit, see if I can see any, like, potential threats or, like, a yes. good, like, little bit in the tree to hide in or something, or...? Yes, you, you scout ahead. I'll begin preparing for... I, I think we're going to need to make camp soon, so you scout around a little, see if you can find anywhere better for the night, but yeah. uh, I'll prepare the, uh, the camping equipment, I suppose. Yeah. I've got that bread, too, don't forget. Right, I'll start toasting the bread. <laughs> I'll start. Yeah, that's fine. Like, you managed again with the wet weather gear. You've managed to keep it, everything sort of dry. Mm-hmm. Like you, you yourselves are feeling the cold, perhaps. But everything, your weapons, and something, not too familiar. So, sorry, what are you doing? Where are you gonna? I'm gonna scout around to see if there's like if I spot any pre- presumably burrows because I know the badgers have burrows or mm-hmm. um, any like knots in the tree like little hollows made mm. in the tree that might be a little bit safer to hide ah. in rather than being out in the open okay, okay. So, like that. so are you looking specifically for somewhere for a better to camp that's higher up or are you looking for animals that might come and attack you i want to say both i'm gonna but say if i have to, to pick one yeah the reason i'm saying is like because if you're using your badger wise that's an extra yeah. dice to your roll but you can only use oh, that right, right. once per session oh, that's right, why that's right, why i want to double check with you well, I think I, I would. So about I think anyway. I would probably, because of my nature, mm-hmm. I think I'd be more on the lookout for threats than actually something good Perfect. to say. Okay. Unless, what did you say as I left? I'll toast the bread. Uh, yeah, so you no, said, I'll I did toast say, the bread. I did so say I'll do look it. for somewhere better. I did yeah. say that. I said look, see if you can find. I did say that, but you could yeah. also you, you, be ignoring yeah. my exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I want to impress you, so I feel like I would try and look for something. I think I would ignore you there because you would. That maybe is why you're trying to impress me, or like. Oh, I'll show him. I'll find something better. Yeah, I'm gonna find something better. Okay. So I use my wises to do this. So it's more like if you want to look out for anything specific, like badges and stuff like Uh that, then you would add a d6 to your roll. Okay. Um, But I think it's just a scouting roll just now. It's going to be difficult to your three. That's why I say. So if you want to add it, you can, but then you can only do it once four. per session. Yeah, and I could only do it for a badger, right? Yeah, or I mean, but it's more like, is that what you're really looking out for? That's, I, that's what yeah. it's, it's giving you I wouldn't example. be looking for a badger specifically. No, so then just I think it's just scouting then, I think, yeah. Oh, no! I rolled that one again. Where did it go? Well, I can already tell you I've failed. Oh, no! There's like, <laughs> there's like a, a trap hole that oh, the dice could fall through. Okay, let's... <laughs> We'll shut this door. Nope, that's a complete failure. One sword and three snakes. Okay, three snakes. Oh yeah, and I said it was free this time. Um, You didn't. (laughs) Barrier failed. So this is this is interesting. So you can either get a twist, or I can let you succeed, but with a condition. 
Okay. So what I mean by that is that a twist is like something happens in the story that is like another obstacle in your way, mm-hmm. or the compromise is that you you get something but you get a condition. So remember those condition cards oh, I talked yes. about before. Yeah. What would you prefer? I feel like a failure is more interesting. It's completely up to you. I'm gonna fail. You're gonna fail. Okay. So what happens is as you are um, going out, you can't. It's getting the rain is getting quite hard now. It's it's. Um, severely sort of raining down on the rocks and it's actually getting quite muddy so you actually your your whole lower half is is um your fur i'm sorry is full of mud and you do find a little ways off a hollow stump in sort of a bit of a clearing maybe about maybe a good 10 minute walk there and you sort of peer in and you see like a raven and ravens are known in this world they are a bit cheeky they're a bit sort of like uh, not how's your father? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> how's your father? But they're sort of like um, mischievous in a mm-hmm. way. So maybe you pop your head in and uh, they're very like, What? Rah! Who are you? Oh, my name's Ryan. Nice to meet you. Rah! Get out. Oh. Get out. Oh, sorry. Rah! I was just seeing if. Go away. You needed. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, do you need a hand? You got food? Food? Uh, yeah, sure. I've got some food. You want some? Yes. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and takes all the food. More food. Ah, uh, well, you know what? I think I'm pretty much fresh out. More food. All right, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> More food. Oh and boy. It, <laughs> no, that's it. That's this, all and I've got, this man. This starts like sort of like almost like starts beating its face. More food. Oh, you know what? I think I saw some food. All the way. Back over there! You need and to... I point a completely yeah, different direction of course from the way we want. I need you to do a persuasion check, then. That, that's Persuader, I assume. A Persuader, yep. Um, it's going to be very difficult, because you've given yeah. a thing food, it's going to be three successes. Oh, dear. On your three dice. Oh, so close! Cool. You could mm-hmm. spend a fate to add one well, back. Then I don't have any fate left, yeah. i got nothing left to do. Because it was or, one axe, one sword, and one snake. Or I think there's something else on... Is it? Oh, I can't remember what it is, where you could... No, maybe you're not. Maybe it is fate, sorry. I was thinking about breaking a tie in my favour. Uh, but it's not a tie. It's not a tie, yeah. it's right. Maybe you can it. break a versus test in the GM's favour to gain two checks. There you go. Right. You can spend it if you want to re-roll. Feel. Is this bird is sort of a proper, like... You'd be pretty tapped out. Yeah. You've already spent your persona. Yeah, I don't think I want to spend it. Okay, cool. I'm going to say this this bird then gets really sort of like up in your face and you point, it just stares at you and goes, you got food! Where is food? I like, I turn out my pockets, I'm like, I've I got no food, man! I'm not joshing you! And it sort of looks to you and then... At this point, I assume the fire started going. Yeah, we're I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> cooking away. Yeah, I'm toasting. <laughs> and the person then sort of look, looks up. What's that? Oh, probably you know bushfire. Bushfire. Them all the time. Yeah, you better fly away, man. <laughs> it's coming. Get out of here. Then I <laughs> pretend to run the other way. <laughs> So you're running away from the fire. I'm not like directly away, no, 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 but no, no. like you know, like uh, like in a, a ninety degree, maybe slightly over a ninety degree okay. angle. So are you? So I guess then are you trying to run away and hide, like try and then double back to yeah. the camp? Okay, so that's that's hiding. So that's going to be in your nature. So I'm going to ask you okay. to roll nature. 
it's also going to roll nature to okay. see if it can perceive what's going on. Okay, so that is what my current number is, not it is, what it yes, used to it's be. Yes, what you're currently. So you're on three. three. Let's see what this and, does. And this is a, is this a versus test? This is going to be a versus test. So there are okay. some special rules oh, for versus okay. tests. Yeah. You can go down a die to gain like a check I later think on. Check is like a point that can be spent to recover or yeah so when it gets train. to the end of my section then you get yeah. to use these as um, I want to go do this and then we play out that it's sort of like uh, a barting yes. system if you wish to do I that. do have a point of order at yeah. this point in time go for it advancement rules P equals pass successful tests F equals fail failed tests should we have been noting down every time we pass or fail? You would if we were doing a proper campaign. Okay. Like a, like a, and at the end, like that's how you level up at the end of each Very session. Cool. But yes, it is cool, oh, but it's really, compl- it's really <laughs> yeah. complex for a one-shot, so I've just gone, yeah. nope. But yes, that's so cool far mechanic. it would have been nailing scouts. You, so yeah, you'll be, be a level up. But I think... No, that's a different, that's a different course. I do think that's a great mechanic. It's cool, yeah. so you always yeah. uh, double-check on stuff like that. But yes, normally you would. I've got to be honest... Raven's nature is really good. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, they are quite primal beings. Mm. They are. Yeah, I'm definitely going to lose this. Well, I mean, you don't I've got three. You don't know. I got three snakes. dice. Yeah. Raven, could ro- Raven could roll snakes. I could, I could write, like, roll all snakes. So, Do you want the tray? Uh, I'm going to let you roll first. <laughs> no, not out of mean. I just want to know. What? <laughs> I think you're gonna beat me. We'll find out. We'll well, find someone out. rolled all the snakes. <laughs> yep. Mm, I'm dead. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. So you take off, and maybe you look back and you see the raven looking at you, and then you look back again, and it's gone. But you can hear a flutter of wings, and it's going further away in the opposite direction, but towards the fire. Ah, fire! <laughs> I start running towards the fire. <laughs> I'm just. Toasting a bit of toast, mm-hmm. uh, kind of wondering where Rye's gotten to. So yeah, as you're wondering that and you're sending the toast, you just hear a horrible flap of wings, and into this sort of alcove comes this huge raven. It's like, Mac, Mac, I throw some toast. <laughs> <laughs> throw some toast at the at the bed, um, that's and then hide behind my pack. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's easily done. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's a distraction. And he goes, ah, it starts eating the food, and then. It sort of looks up, clocks eyes with you, and then its eyes sort of slide down towards the bag and goes, ah, male, male! And then it starts to go for you, trying to get the bag. Oh, I would defend the male. Right. So. This is where we start to do combat. Hey! <laughs> Will Jacques and Rai come together against all the odds and make it to Guild Pledge to complete their mission in delivering the mail? Find out next time. On what am I rolling? The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howitt. This episode's players were Claire Jarvis and Ben Dawes. This episode's RPG was Mouse Guard, designed by Luke Crane and based on the work of David Peterson. You can find out more about Mouse Guard and download resources on the official Mouse Guard website. That's www.mouseguard.net. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember... Adventurers need not apply.